Hello? Hello. <laughs> Takes one hit and starts to get giggly. Can't relate. Hello, and welcome back to Nerdy Girl Reviews, a podcast where I talk about whatever the fuck I want, completely unprompted. My name is Katie, and I plan to share my unsolicited, unasked for opinions on all things media, movies, TV, streaming, and sometimes music, books, and video games. Today, I am embarking on a journey that I genuinely never thought would happen. (laughs) I'm doing things a little bit differently for this one. It's going to be a little bit less like point by point and more of just a general like overall thoughts. I am going to rewatch what I'm going to be talking about today because I kind of want it fresher in my mind. I watched it yesterday and I I actually do really want to rewatch those episodes because they were really good. If you follow me on Tumblr, you probably already know that what I'm referring to is the first two episodes of My Adventures with Superman, which is weirdly on Adult Swim, even though it's not adult in really any way. Apparently it got pulled from Cartoon Network for some reason and dumped onto Adult Swim. Again, I don't really see the reason for that, but oh well, it goes up on Max on Fridays and it airs at midnight on Thursdays on Adult Swim. I actually don't have Adult Swim, so I have to watch it on Max the following day. I have like a version of cable, but it's a streaming only cable and we don't get Adult Swim with that, which I don't really care about. I don't watch anything else on Adult Swim. I'll gladly watch it the day after on Max. Doesn't make a difference to me. I can't even stay up that late anyway, (laughs) but it does give me something a little bit extra to talk about on the podcast, which I've never done. I've never done a superhero series. I actually, when I originally wanted to do this podcast, it was going to be about Invincible. I was going to watch the show and go through the comics because I've read up to like I think issue like 45 I want to say out of there's probably like over 200 issues of Invincible. I've got to be really honest I don't love the Invincible comics. It's a little bit difficult for me to get into comics in the first place but something like Invincible that was written by like a 20 something year old guy in 2003. Ooh, it is rough. (laughs) It is very rough. And I've always said that the show definitely takes what's great about the source material and improves upon it. It's worth noting that it was made, you know, almost 20 years after the first comic was originally published. So of course, Robert Kirkman, the author of the comics, and he's heavily involved with the show, is going to have like more evolved views as a 40-something-year-old man versus when he was a 20-something-year-old man. That kind of goes without saying, but I never really cared for Superman. I never really cared for Batman even. I really growing up only cared about Spider-Man and I know that like everybody's favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Apparently he's the most popular superhero in the state of New York so it kind of makes sense because I'm from New York and so is he. So that's maybe where that comes from. I guess I just really love a a New York superhero, a New York-based superhero. So that kind of shaped the way that I viewed superheroes growing up. I just really liked 
Spider-Man and that was pretty much it. So when it comes to like Batman, I never really gave the character a chance until he was being played by Robert Pattinson because I like Robert Pattinson as an actor. I always thought that he was going to do a great job with the character, but Superman, I feel like I kind of missed the train on literally everything Superman because I was never the right target audience for whenever there was like a Superman project out. I kind of feel like the same for Batman almost because when Batman Begins came out and that was the first Batman movie that came out in my life I'm you know or well when did the Joel Schumacher movies come out I know one came out in 95 I don't know about the other one but I would have been a baby and I didn't see my first movie until I was five so 2005 I was nine I was way more interested in princesses and stuff like that at that age and then I found out (laughs) recently that The Dark Knight and Mamma Mia were released in theaters on the same day. And I can tell you with a certainty, my ass was in the theater for Mamma Mia. I did not give a fuck about no Batman, no Nolan, no Bale. I cared about Meryl Streep (laughs) singing ABBA. That's what I cared about. That's what I loved. I was really into musicals growing up, actually. My favorite movie of all time is The Sound of Music. So that kind of shaped the way that I really grew into film. I, all growing up, watched musicals and musical movies, and I loved going to Broadway shows. I just always really loved theater, and I loved musicals, and I loved the idea of kind of like singing your feelings. When you kind to compare that to what I like now and I still love musicals and I still love musical movies I still watch the sound of music when I'm sick or upset seems like I wouldn't be into comic books and nerdy stuff I think that putting people in boxes when it comes to the things that they like and the things that they enjoy, it really does limit what we're all able to participate in as a culture and as a society, like film and television and media and books and literally anything that's like a form of entertainment can be for anybody. I think that we really need to open our minds to that. However, something that was definitely not for me was Henry Cavill's Superman. I have my own feelings about Henry Cavill that are pretty unpopular and this might be a hot take that'll get me canceled, but I don't enjoy him as an actor. I don't think he's a particularly interesting or good person. I just don't enjoy his work. So I wasn't gonna be a Superman fan on that basis alone. I also really just don't enjoy Zack Snyder's work. I've seen like half of the movie 300 and I wasn't impressed. My favorite part about it was Lena Headey was in it. I started Man of Steel and I couldn't finish it because I just wasn't enjoying it. I went to go see Batman v Superman in the theaters actually because that was the first DCEU movie that I watched or maybe it was Suicide Squad. It might have been Suicide Squad. But either way, I was like, oh, I'll give it a chance after Suicide Squad. I can't remember which one came first, but I think it was Batman v Superman. I wanted to give it a chance because these are like big ten pole characters of DC and I knew nothing about anything that was going into it. I hadn't seen Man of Steel. I didn't really know like the tone of these movies and I thought that movie sucked. Like 
I kept looking at my phone to see if it was almost over. I was just confused and upset the whole time and there just wasn't a single enjoyable thing about it for me personally. Every time I thought that the movie was going to get better, it just got worse. So I gave up all hope for enjoying like a Superman thing. It's the same reason why I, I didn't enjoy Batman. I thought that Batman was like Zack Snyder's version of Batman. So then I thought, oh, seems like Superman is like Zack Snyder's version of Superman. And then I came to find that none of those characters were the way that he portrayed them. Like, that's not how they actually are in the comics or literally any other film or television version of these characters. So when I decided to start, like, getting into DC stuff, one of the first things that I watched was Teen Titans. I never finished it. I'm sorry to Teen Titans fans. I just wasn't really that into it. I I think that I would have enjoyed it more if I had watched it as a kid. And I did watch a few episodes here and there, but I wasn't really into it if that makes sense. But something that I did watch for kids, and again, I didn't get through all of it, but I do want to go back and watch it. I've even considered talking about it here or maybe setting up some kind of reaction YouTube channel because I really enjoyed Batman the Animated Series. It's a really, really, really good show. And again, I missed it because I don't think I was born yet when it started. But the episode that got me was the first episode. But then it was the one about Victor Freeze. I fucking love Mr. Freeze now. I think he's a wonderful character. And that episode is extremely sad. And I was very emotionally impacted by it. I really liked it. And I really liked the show. I just kind of got like bored of it because I watched like 25 episodes in a row and I was like I need a break and then I never got back to it and then I canceled my HBO Max subscription but now I have Max again I literally re-signed up well I signed up for Max because it's not HBO Max anymore it's just Max and I re-signed up for it specifically so that I could watch my adventures with Superman and then I realized that it also has like Food Network and Animal Planet and other shows that I've been meaning to watch. So I will definitely keep it for those things as well. But yeah, that was a very long winded way of saying I thoroughly enjoyed the first two episodes of My Adventures with Superman. I definitely thought that I would based on all of the promotional material that they released for it. As soon as I saw the design for Lois Lane, I was like, she's fucking adorable and I'm already in love with her. When I watch the show, she's adorable and I'm in love with her and I think that she's a really great character. I love her chemistry with Clark. I love her chemistry with Jimmy even. I love the chemistry between Jimmy and Clark. Like they're very believable best friends and they're both just adorable. Like they're all so fucking cute. Clark, oh my god, stab me. Like he is so fucking precious. I just want to like hold gently meme. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's just everything that a man should be. Uh, Jimmy is giving me a little bit like he, he probably watches like way too much Twin Peaks and way too much X-Files because he's a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. He's real into aliens. Lois is a reporter, obviously, for the Daily Planet. I almost just said (laughs) the Daily Bugle, but she is a reporter. She, well, she's a prospective reporter right now because the show starts out with Jimmy, Clark, and Lois. Lois has already been an intern for a while, but Jimmy and Clark have their first day of work in the first episode. And because Lois has been interning there for 
for a while. She kind of gets the responsibility of showing them the ropes around the paper. And then chaos ensues and it's just so refreshing and so fun and like me being in my 20s and seeing these characters who are like you know in their 20s starting out their professional lives I'm kind of in the same boat it's just very relatable and it's very I don't know there's just something really sweet about all of it I I really like the messages that they're trying to put forward with this show and it's nothing like revolutionary or anything but it's just so well executed everything about it the animation gorgeous crisp so 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 well done the voice acting i was a little bit nervous about somebody who's now as prominent as jack quaid also kind of being a nepo baby being the son of meg ryan and randy quaid but whatever he's amazing he's great in the role and all the other cast are wonderful in their roles i just can't wait to see more of this show there's eight more episodes of this season and i just read that they've already confirmed a second season so i just can't wait to really dive into this show and get to know all about superman because this show does explore his origins. I kind of already knew what his origins were, of course, because I think everybody does. It's like everybody knows that Batman became Batman because his parents got shot in front of him. But yeah, all that to say... almost 17 minutes later. I loved the show. I I mean, I loved the first two episodes and I can't wait to watch them again, which I'm going to go do right now so that I can kind of tack on any other thoughts that I might have about the episodes. Yeah, so I just got done watching both episodes again and I can safely say they might have been more enjoyable the second time. I'm not going to lie. Like, I... I definitely picked up on a lot of things the first time that I watched it. Like immediately when we get introduced to Lois, we see that she's got a pin board next to her bed in her loft, which is like, girl, you are so extra. But I love her. She has like a thing on the pin board that has Vicky Vale's name on it. There are so many like DC pulls in this show that are kind of under the radar, but also weirdly right in your face. Like there's a lot of references to other uh, DC properties. I just love everything about the way that this show is paced, the way that it's executed. I really don't mind that it's so tame as far as like language and violence because normally when a show uh, is on like Adult Swim it's going to be like the Harley Quinn series which is incredibly violent, incredibly sexual, and full of foul language. So when you have a show like this that's literally about like the most famous puppy dog of a man, I feel like you kind of have to make it PG. There are still some like more mature themes going on in this series. I think the biggest one being identity and figuring out one's identity. So in a lot of ways, it's like a classic coming of age story, but like about a guy who's, you know, in his 20s and a group of friends who are in their 20s who are starting their professional lives and kind of trying to make their mark on the world and trying to make a difference in the world. For Clark, it looks so different from what 
Lois or Jimmy is doing. I mean, Jimmy is a little bit goofy. I'm not going to lie. He's he's definitely uh, a fun character and he's definitely a very charming character, but I would kind of like to see him get a little bit more depth added to him throughout the series if possible. I think that his big shtick being like he's super into like aliens and conspiracy theories and stuff, not like the racist ones, obviously, but like the ones that are about like Bigfoot and and like mermaids apparently he apparently he probably knows who fucking aquaman is at this point yeah i just kind of want to see him get a little bit more depth i do really like the relationship that's forming between all three of the characters they just have really believable like friend chemistry and i love that jimmy is already like trying to set up lois and clark he automatically can tell when he sees them together that they really like each other and he ships it hard he is really trying to push these two together and at the end of the second episode it seemed like he was going to be successful and then a bombshell gets dropped and of course there is very little thought going to be given probably to the romantic stuff I mean there is that clip circulating twitter that they released of episode three that is like a sneak preview that (laughs) I absolutely love and it has my favorite screen grab of all time probably now where it's literally Lois and Clark like walking straight into each other and if you pause it at the right time Lois's face is like buried in Clark's chest. He is so large. He's so much bigger than everybody to a point where it's like almost comical at times. There's like a scene where he picks Lois up by the waist and his hands almost wrap completely around her waist like she is so tiny next to him there's also a great scene where he's going to get some donuts he's going to the shop to get some donuts the old woman who is one of the owners she runs the shop with her husband is giving him these donuts that he ordered for bringing into the office on his first day of work or his first day of his internship rather like first of all how fucking cute can you get he is so precious but there's like a running gag throughout the first episode that weirdly gets resolved by the second episode I have a feeling that it's gonna happen at like a really inopportune time at some point in the future of the show but there's like a gag where it's like he just doesn't know still how strong he is so when he goes to turn off the alarm clock he like smashes it and it breaks into a million pieces and then he's getting ready in the morning and he's like okay I'm gonna practice my handshake and I'm not gonna break his hand I'm not gonna hurt him and then he breaks off the faucet on the sink in the bathroom and it's just nothing new you know what I mean but just the way that he's like rehearsing and talking to himself he's like I'm gonna be a normal man I'm gonna have a normal day and then he sees a cat stuck in a tree and he's like oh shit I guess I have to go save the cat oh I had to do that because it was a cat stuck in a tree and now I'm gonna have a normal day and it's just it's so great I I just love the energy of this character. I love how sweet and kind he is. I just think that this is exactly what I've always wanted Superman to be and 
I really resent it's I mean I kind of resent people now who say that Batman is boring and Batman is one note it's like no Batman is fucking deep like if you really think about it Batman is a great character and he is so much more interesting to me than like Tony Stark I'm sorry I know that people think that they're like a one-to-one comparison but then there's also people who think Cap and Superman are a one-to-one comparison and I also don't agree with that either I like Cap don't get me wrong but like this characterization of Superman at least of Clark is so much more charming than Steve Rogers has ever been to me I I just can't even describe it like he's just a big nice man the fact that we keep opening these episodes with like flashbacks to his childhood too I wonder if they're going to continue that because I would really love to see flashbacks that kind of serve a purpose later in the episode the first episode started out with Clark playing in the front yard and he's like trying to get a kite out of the tree and he can't reach it so he tries to use his strength to jump up really high and grab it and then he notices that there's like somebody driving down the road really fast headed straight toward a huge pothole in the middle of the road and she hits it anyway because she's trying to like comfort her crying baby in the back seat and she hits the pothole and starts like spinning out and he grabs the car and stops the car and that That's like the first thing that we see him do in the show is save a woman and a baby as a child. And he's so freaking cute. Like as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, he, oh, precious baby boy. Like I just want to put him in my pocket. He's so cute. And then we have a first flight scene that is just adorable. It's just so fucking sweet and charming. And I know I keep saying all the same words, but it's true. It's so good. It's so refreshing and it just puts a smile on my face and makes me so happy to watch it. It just like gives me the warm fuzzies, you know? Even like Clark and Lois's relationship gives me warm fuzzies because yes, they have great chemistry and yes, they're like clearly very physically attracted to each other, but the show is doing a great job at setting up exactly why they like each other as people, not just, oh, I think you're cute and you think I'm cute, so we should get together. It's like, no, they they both, you know, they're attracted to each other, but there is a very beautiful human connection that is being formed here. And it all starts with Clark and how he doesn't just help people as Superman. He is incredibly generous and just pure of heart. Like the old woman at the shop when he picks up the donuts as soon as he walks in, she starts thanking him for helping her fix the back door. And Lois takes note of that immediately and is like, oh, wow, he must be a really nice guy if he's just like helping random old ladies with fixing their doors. And that's the thing about Superman. Like he is the kind of person who will go and like save a cat from a tree and like help an old woman cross the street. You know, just everyday ordinary things as well as fighting big giant robots and monsters and whatever else he happens to come across. It's just such a well-rounded characterization. It's done in a way that doesn't have to be explicit. It doesn't have to be super mature. It doesn't have to be violent. It doesn't have to be gory. I mean, it's violent, don't get me wrong, but it's not like we're seeing blood and guts. I mean, 
this is kind of like the perfect superhero to have something that's like not bloody and gory because he's pretty much indestructible. He does end up with like some bruises and some injuries in the first episode after his first like really significant fight. Probably his only significant fight ever, but he's still okay and he kind of does like a power up. I don't even know what it is really. I'll have to look into that or somebody will have to tell me because I felt like it was him kind of reaching a higher level of strength and his powers. I really love that scene. They're getting attacked by these robots. There's like a whole story where Lois wants to really prove herself as a reporter, but her boss doesn't take her seriously because she's just an intern. So she, on Jimmy and Clark's first day of work or their internship, she kind of ropes them into going on this investigation about these stolen robots that she believes are being like smuggled through the city and were stolen from an army base. She's expressly forbidden from following this story but she does it anyway and then Clark finds out about it and he gets really upset with her because she was dishonest and he was going to get in trouble for going along with it. He trusted her and he believed her and she violated that trust in a very selfish way and she comes to realize that. It's all happening in the first episode. It's such good character development. I love it. It's just, oh, we're getting we're getting real good, rich character work from the start. That is wonderful. That is excellent. I love it. I love the choices being made here. Anyway, there's these big robots and this is the first time that Clark really gets to use the full extent of his powers. He manages to take out one of the robots pretty much by himself, but then the others are a real challenge for him. There's like four or five more at that point and it's actually Lois that disables them and turns them off, except for the last one, which is when he really activates that full extent of his powers so that he can protect Lois. So I love that in the same scene, we're seeing Lois be a badass and not be like a sitting duck and not be a damsel in distress, but also see that Clark will go out of his way to save somebody. Even if it's somebody like Lois, who he's upset with in the moment, he would literally do it for anybody. But it doesn't hurt that he is already having some feelings for Lois. She's starting to already have feelings for him. I love that too, that she doesn't just love Superman. She does. She's really interested in Superman. Like she wants to cover him on the newspaper. She wants to interview him. And she just thinks that Superman is fucking great. I don't think it'll take her that long to figure out that Clark is Superman because they have like the same traits. The only difference is Clark is a little bit more awkward and I love that for him. I love that for him. He's so funny and just freaking cute like when he doesn't really know what the right thing to do or say is but his heart is in the right place. I just, I really love everything that's going on in this show. Um, and I guess I don't really have a problem with the antagonist. I really like Deathstroke as a character. And I think that limiting him to just being a, a Teen Titans villain or whatever, it doesn't need to be that way. I am interested to see where that's going to go. I was really enjoying Leslie and now she's being tortured by Deathstroke. So I guess we'll see what's going on with that. I thought that she had some pretty cool powers, whatever that was. Whatever it is, is apparently connected to Clark's 
visions of his home planet. And that's a whole thing too that was really interesting to me because I don't know a whole lot about like the fall of Krypton and like what that whole thing was about. So I'll be interested to learn more about that. I've also been kind of interested in Supergirl for some reason lately, not the CW series. I've would probably never watch that but they're coming out with a Supergirl movie of course and I am really interested in the comic that it is based off of and I can't wait to see that movie I want to read those comics before that movie comes out so I guess that'll happen at some point I mean the Superman movie isn't coming out until 2025 so I doubt the Supergirl movie will come out within the next three years or so um they don't even have a director yet they probably haven't had a script written yet so we'll see but yeah I think that's kind of all my thoughts on the show so far I know that this is kind of a short one but I didn't really want to do like a full thing and I also really don't want to edit a full thing but I think I pretty much nailed everything I hope um the animation is awesome I don't know if I said that before but it's really 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 cute i love all of the facial expressions and i love that it's kind of like anime inspired gives me big avatar the last airbender vibes i know that like everything that i watch gives me big avatar the last airbender vibes and it's kind of like that meme where it's like somebody who's only ever seen avatar the last airbender oh this kind of reminds me of avatar the last airbender i know that i sound like that (laughs) don't get me wrong i just really love this friendship group and i love everything about the way that they're building up like Clark's backstory and everything that's going on with them in their workplace. I really hope that the kids that work for like the kids newspaper and the ones who deliver the newspaper, I think that that's so funny too, by the way, that this is like such an old timey occupation for kids on bicycles to be delivering newspapers because I don't think that that's really a thing anymore in most places. But this also feels very modern and like very just, I don't know, like everyone has smart phones there's also that kind of very timeless aspect to it that you would expect of a superman series because superman is one of the oldest superheroes ever like i'm pretty sure his first comics came out in like the 1930s i want to say it really comes through that he has like the same core values this is a great representation of superman coming from somebody who knows very little about superman but knows that this is the essence of his character and a lot of things have struggled to get that right and to make it interesting and to make it endearing the way that this has so hats off i really hope that when we get james gunn's superman legacy that it kind of has similar vibes to this. I think it will because James Gunn said that he wants his Superman to be somebody that you want to like hug. I want to hug this Superman. I also want to motorboat his tits like Lois. That's just, I love them together already. Like their relationship is so believable. It's so cute. It's so, oh, I'm so single. (laughs) It's just so sweet. I am 
loving seeing it play out. I am finally understanding why Clark and Lois are like considered the gold standard of comic book couples and why they're, I would argue, probably the most iconic comic book couple apart from like Peter Parker and Mary Jane, even though I prefer Peter and Gwen. All in all, this show is a fucking banger so far. And if the next eight episodes suck dick, I am going to be pissed. (laughs) I will be upset. I will be quite angry. I don't have any reason to think that this show will suck ultimately because I am enjoying it so thoroughly so far. I have no complaints. Like there's nothing that I can think of that it's like, oh, I didn't really enjoy that or I didn't really like that. Like, no, it's just funny and charming and wholesome. Everything about it is just incredibly enjoyable. Anything that can make me feel like giddy and like just giggling and smiling the whole time, it's such a breath of fresh air. It's unlike anything that I'm watching right now. It's unlike anything that I've watched in a long time. It's not childish either. It's just good, pure fun. My Adventures with Superman has my full attention and it has my full approval. It has my full recommendation. I highly, highly, highly suggest watching it. It's delightful. And I don't know the name of the third episode, but I will be back next week to talk about it when it is released. So join me next week as I cover the third episode of My Adventures with Superman. Don't forget to follow me on my Twitter and Instagram at nerdygirlpod, my Tumblr, nerdygirlreviews.tumblr.com, my Facebook page, which is just Nerdy Girl Reviews, and send me an email at nerdygirlreviews at aol.com with any questions, comments, recommendations, or suggestions. Until then, have a wonderful day and week. Keep fighting the good fight. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay nerdy.